When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Annie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And we're joined today by Bryony Gordon. Hello, Bryony. Hello. And you're not our only special guest, are you, Bryony? <laughs> no, I brought my daughter with me. Hello, Edie. She's 38. No, she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's how old is Edie? She's, she's 22 months. She'll be right. two in April. Oh. She's she's wearing currently wearing one of your son's Spider Man masks as a hat because she's fashionable like that already. It's it's like Ascot in here today. <laughs> so Bryony, you're joining us today. You're a columnist. I hate saying that word. I end up saying like I want to say columnoscopy after that. <laughs> or what's a columnoscopy? <laughs> it's when you get your column a column removed. <laughs> That's what I go through every week to create a column. Yes, yeah. that is what writing a column often feels like. <laughs> a, col- a columnist. Um, you're an author, a mother, and you're a YouTube channel star of mm. One Fat Mother. <laughs> yeah, well, star. Sorry, I'm, I'm not, not sure. insulting my guest. This <laughs> is what she's called herself. That's what I call myself. Yeah. I'm. Well, why not? Why why not? I thought like, it was funny. I like it. People, when, you, when you ask people to say, um, like when you're interviewing people, mm. like we interviewed Annabelle Carmel and she was we said, could you please do a kind of link at the end to say, please subscribe to One Fat Mother. And she was like, I, I just can't. I can't. Like, really? I can't call you One Fat Mother. She was like, One Voluptuous Mother. I'm like, but that's not what my, my YouTube channel is called. No. Yeah. So how long have you been a colonist? Since uh, almost 10 years now. And consistently, so does that mean for 10 years, for every week, you've had to come up with an opinion about a thing and write it down? Almost, almost every week. Oh, that yeah. sounds exhausting. Yeah, well, it's, it becomes, it becomes, you, you do start to think, oh, what, what, I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite easily, I agree with other people's opinions. I'm quite easily swayed. I go, oh yeah, that's a good opinion. <laughs> I'll steal that. And then I'll, I'll present it in a sort of slightly funny, oh, I hope funny, different way. Um, so yes, I've been doing that. And then I do a column for um, the Sunday Telegraph about, it was about being a party girl. And now it's about being a mum. Now, um, your columns are very confessional in a way, aren't they? They're very honest and you you, you speak from the heart. I sort of vomit stuff out onto nice. the page, yes. <laughs> onto the columnoscopy. Um, and, uh, no, I, get, I, I, I write about my life um, and it's, I don't, I, I guess I lack, I don't mind, people are like, oh, you're right. Like, I've just been writing about depression and stuff because I had a... <laughs> I had an episode over Christmas and people were like, you're so brave. I'm like, I'm not really brave. You know, it's just writing about 
what I was feeling and I, mm. I don't see I, I don't know I think I lack a sort of edit button or a kind of or a shh, shh don't I can't don't imagine what to, that's like no you? no you don't have to t- you don't have to say that button mm. and um and my husband when I met him he obviously knew about the column and um he just doesn't read it he refuses to read it yeah, like people have said to us, like, "Oh, you're so brave doing stand up, and you know, doing your show where you know you do this big finale number to a Bonnie Tyler song in gold lycra cat suits. You know, how do you do it? <laughs> that is and brave. We, well, see, I don't think it is. I just think it's it's, it's not having because bravery is something you have, courage is something you have. We just have a lack of something, and that something is pride. Yeah, we yeah. have no pride, yeah. no shame, no yeah. shame, no, no shame. Although yeah. I do have a lot of shame about things I've done in the past, <laughs> but it's too late now. Yeah, but I, but I don't have shame about. You you know as I'm writing I think no that's fine let's let's write about you know I can't think what I've I've written about that I shouldn't have done um <laughs> see that's good that's an that's an oh, right. it's that's yeah. right about the time someone snorted cocaine off my breast <laughs> <laughs> why not I mean it's a human thing it is we've it all is. done it yeah <laughs> um so you've interviewed uh, quite a lot of famous people, haven't you, over your over oh, course of your have, career? Yeah. Who have been your, your favourites or your most memorable interviews? Um, who uh, I interviewed Justin Timberlake. No oh. way! I did, yeah. And he was really disappointing. Oh. So um, we, I was flown all the way to Los Angeles, giddy, giddy with excitement, and it was at the Chateau Marmont. Oh, true And it was like in a villa <laughs> where I think John Belushi had killed himself. Oh, or something. Yeah. oh I like that. Yeah. Anyway, I walked in and um, they were like, don't, it was just after he'd broken up with Britney Spears, and they were like, don't mention the B word, don't mention the B word. And then they introduced me to him and they were like, um, Justin, this is Britney... Briony <laughs> and like his face anyway we went and sat down and like he was facing like the wall and I was facing the eight people sitting around a table in the corner and he was like I'm really spiritual and lit a candle and then, and then he was like I'm, I'm really spontaneous like why don't we go and finish this interview and that sorry about my accent and that sorry Justin Timberlake if you're listening and the rest um, of America <laughs> um, let's go and do this interview in that tree and I was like okay then yeah and he was like I'm only joking like, oh. Oh. so Justin, Justin Timberlake that was great oh I just interviewed Cheryl Fernandez <gasps> oh, I oh my god <laughs> I have a picture of her on my phone, oh, me and her. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> at least vomiting and c***ing at the same time. Oh, did you touch her? I did, I did. Oh, where? Um, I, 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 I tried to get a look at the, the tattoo. The tattoo? Oh, on her bottom. Oh, on her bottom, oh. but um, she was quite coy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a tiny little fragile bird. She's, she's an a, angel, Brian. She's exactly as she comes <laughs> across. She's a beautiful the, angel. You know, she was quite... She, yeah. she swore, though. She swore. Oh, of course yeah. she did. She's yeah. magic. She's real, She'd do what she likes. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing was, at the end of it, she said, are you from up north? And I said, oh, no, I, 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 was, I grew up in West London. She was like, oh, you've got this, you've got this like, quite a northern twang. And basically... Uh-oh. I obviously because I grew up with this really bland West London accent. I tend to, I tend to without, I tend oh, to sort of yeah. mimic. And I was like, 
was I did the whole interview. Like, it's one thing kind of slightly having a kind of Mancunian twang or whatever, but like the Geordie twang is like, yeah, was yeah. like going, wait, hey man. Yeah. You came out thinking you're in Biker Grove. Like, you know, I was like... I'm so, glad she's nice though. That makes me feel like was, my love is justified. She was nice. Yeah. She was really nice. But you have interviewed someone who we're all very excited about. Mr. Speak to yourself. Yeah, okay. Mr. Tumble. Yeah, the most exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To you sign tax evasion. I'm sure, I'm sure he doesn't avoid his tax. I'm sure he pays just the amount of money though that man must oh, be making in. He just rolls on his spotty mattress. Yeah, you think he could afford like better curtains and stuff than those primary colours. And shoes that fit. <laughs> so how, what, what was he like? What was Tumble like? He was Edie, Edie, perhaps you should answer what Mr. Tumble was like at this point, because you came with me, didn't you? Well, well, Edie was as underwhelmed by Mr. Tumble as that sounds. You're right. She went off into the corner and did a poo. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was. I but I I got I asked if there was a Mrs. Tumble. Yeah, and the tumbleweed blew through. Um, and the PR was like, could you not put that in? I'm like, yes, really? no. I mean, obviously I'm putting that in. Yeah. Because um, there was a thread on Mumsnet once by the, by a woman who purported to be his ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh so there was a Mrs. Tumble. Saying oh. that he was a kind and considerate lover and he liked big boobs. <laughs> can, I, can we put that? But I'm, I think I'm probably more a Mr. Bloom kind of girl. Oh, hubba, yeah. hubba. It's the Lady Chatterley's lover thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. What it's yeah. But we, we, we liked Mr. Tumble. We had a picture with Mr. Tumble, didn't we, Edie? And she wouldn't smile in any of them. Oh. Oh. But right. one day she'll be able to impress her friends and That's say, right. I met Justin. That's right. <laughs> did you call him Justin or did you call him Tumble? <laughs> I, called him, I called him Justin. Yeah. He was nice. Mr. Tumble. So Edie was not impressed. <laughs> and she did a poo when you were in She did, her. yeah. She went off into the corner. She went behind the curtain, as we call it now. You know when children, they go behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> they find that, yeah, my kids like doing it in the toy room. They just go up for a little quiet... <laughs> we say that for, like, when my husband goes to the loo. I'm like, Harry's going behind the curtain! <laughs> Is there anyone you haven't, obviously, now you've interviewed Cheryl, obviously your life's work is complete, but is there anyone else that you would like to interview? I would like to interview the Queen. Oh. Or the, or the Duchess of Cambridge. Not Middleton. Oh, is that Middleton? Middleton. That is Middleton. I'd quite like to get, like take her on the lash. Obviously not now, not now that she's pregnant, obviously. No. But I'd like to give her a makeover or a make under. Yeah, whatever. I'd like to, you know, I I want to know. Are you 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 must be a scummy mummy too, Kate? Yes, Catherine. Sorry. That's who should we get? That's that's who should get on next yes. week. Yes, Kate. Kate Middleton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, take it down Weber's spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe out for um, a harvester. Yeah, yeah. Get I did nachos. And <laughs> I, I did hope. You know, there was a quite a small gap between Edie and George. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and obviously, like most other sleep-deprived, deranged women in the country at the time with newborn babies. I actually want, like... <laughs> Beg your pardon, Bryony. Oh, that's the noisy bottoms, but that's the noisy ones, mate. I, um, I found myself... I found myself walking through High Park, Kensington Gardens one day, going to some, like, a baby spa or something and actually fantasising that we were friends. <laughs> and we were like... Did you rehearse what you would say? And then go. I fantasised that the paparazzi got a shot of us together and were like, Catherine's, you know, new mummy friend. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> and 
And this, like, literally, please, she's, she goes on things what called scummy mummies. What you think of your, your fantasies? <laughs> and, then, and, then I, and then I got better. <laughs> but then I went back to work. But the great thing was, as a journalist, when... Oh dear. When Kate, Catherine, whatever I was supposed to call her, announced her pregnancy, they, they, they at work, they, I had a day off, they called me up and they said, get in the office now, you've got to write a piece. <laughs> About what? Like, being pregnant at the same time as Kate? I'm like, what am I going to say? Like, it was like an awful open letter. Dear Catherine, I know how you're feeling right now. But it basically made my career for the next, like... With the whole of the way through, yeah, yeah. and, and then, sharing, and and then when she got pregnant again, they were like, "Are you are you pregnant, Brian?" Yeah. I was like, "No." Well, this no. is it. To be honest, I only got pregnant with my second one because I heard Cheryl was up the duff. Yeah, <laughs> how disappointing when those rumours turned out not to be true. <laughs> so you've been doing the writing for a, a decade now, but now you're moving into video. Oh that's yeah, the future, isn't it? It is. Well, it's the past as well. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the journalists. and uh, yeah, but you see, yeah, it's YouTube. So what I did was when I was on maternity leave. Basically, the Telegraph wanted uh, to kind of get really like kind of video pilots and ideas from all the people that kind of worked at the Telegraph. And I, I oh, your socks have come off, Edie. And um, wanting to prove that I wasn't a Luddite and I still remembered what a computer was, I went in with Edie because I didn't have any childcare and um, I sort of turned that into an idea. I remember when I was on my sofa feeding her and I, I sort of spent a lot of time Googling things that I hadn't been told in antenatal classes, you know, like you'd only been, I'd only been told about the birth really. Mm. And my husband said that's a bit like going on holiday and reading a guidebook that only tells you about the flight. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, what language is everyone speaking? Yeah. I didn't bring any money. <laughs> Where are we staying? I'm not staying anywhere. And it's like, that was what it was like. Mm. And, I, I and I and I I found like those kind of forums on Mumsnet and Netmums and whatnot and Shops. this that and the other Shops. really useful Shops. like yeah. real real advice and cut a long story short <laughs> that's what we decided to do for YouTube and things like how to you know what to pack in your hospital bag but I hope I do them in a slightly funny down to earth way mm. because I think the thing you really lack in those early weeks is humour mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it all gets a bit serious and, and a bit yeah and, and, and that was what it was so it's sort of a fun honest practical kind of tips yeah go on to <laughs> youtube.com forward slash channels <laughs> and search one fat mother and you'll get some kind of slightly odd south park clips but then they'll you'll get to the one fat mother yeah yeah mm. so subscribe dear listeners subscribe yeah go on yeah so what's been the best advice you've received as a mother what's kind of is there is there a particular thing you think yes i wish i'd i wish i'd had that in the guidebook basically mm. i wish i'd known that before Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, bu- 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 bum, Edie, Edie, what was the best advice anyone gave us? Uh, have a drink. <laughs> that is very good. They don't, they don't feature in what to expect. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wine, ha- um, snacks. Have a, have a, yeah. Um, oh, well, certainly, and I say this as one fat mother, like, don't obsess over your baby body and all of that. Like, mm. I'm really glad I haven't done that. No, advice, I think, I, but I think that's the thing is that actually... It's it's it is a sort of trust your instincts, which sounds really dull, but you know you get all that stuff where they're like, you know, the government are like, if you let your baby sleep in your bed, 
it's just the end of the world. And mm. like, yeah, maybe if you've been smoking like crystal meth and yeah. drinking, and maybe you'll roll on to your newborn baby. But I just, I found like, you know, you get, you, it, it, do you know what I mean? I, I just think that we can be too frightened of parenthood oh, now. And actually, yeah. people have been doing it since year dot. I have a friend called Sam Leith who is a um, who is a columnist, and he came and saw me. He has three children. He said. <laughs> idiots have been having children since year dot don't worry <laughs> and it's true you know yeah. it's like it, it, you know and I yeah so that was probably the best advice yeah you're doing alright oh I can breastfeed now I have huge 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 breasts she does <laughs> and I thought this... the microphone is balanced between them. <laughs> and I thought this is where I come into my own like yeah. I'm like a J cup right and um, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the queen of breastfeeding. I'll not just feed my daughter. I'll feed everyone else's children. I'll feed my husband. You'll just be, be walking amazing. into Starbucks filling <laughs> up all the lattes. Exactly. That's right. One woman barista. And then, um, and then nothing happened. Like, like we got a breastfeeding expert around and even she said, just, I just I just give him a bottle. Her, him. <laughs> just that shows thing. what she knew. Give her a bottle. And then it turned out you've been trying to breastfeed the cat all the time. <laughs> that was where you were going wrong. And the problem was, was that I was having to... Edie, Edie was the first person who ever turned away from my be- breast screaming like, in horror. <laughs> yeah. Like I was really shocked by that. Like Usually people are like, oh yeah. Usually it's when they wake up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was having to hold her around my... Almost like round my back. It was just... I look at a picture and I was like, those were obscene. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but if I don't breastfeed her, she won't get my antibodies. And they were like, you just don't really need them because you live in a like clean flat in central London yeah. and yeah. all the in central Africa. Yeah. So yeah so don't beat yourself up about the breastfeeding thing because I think that can make that can make the early days really really miserable Mm. but also like you don't look like I'm not looking at you two and thinking uh, one of you was you know clearly you were formula fed Mm. and you were you know it's like I was raised on Yazoo basically (laughs) (laughs) strawberry for breakfast banana for tea (laughs) great well Helen do you think we've cracked that nut I think we have cracked that nut Ellie excellent what have we got coming up next Oh my favourite! It's like the Today Show. Book chat. Book chat. I love book, book chat. chat. All right. So you've written a book, Bryony Gordon, because your Bryony in England is 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 quite a, a lovely poshish name, isn't it? Like, what, we, what is oh it? Oh God, in, what are you going to say? But in, in, in Australia, it's it's not it's not that way. What is it? It's, it's a bit. It's a bit like Bryony. It's like you know the the mean netballer who. Who smokes fags and well, you know like Brian? Nice, <laughs> that's nice. Let's invite someone on the podcast. <laughs> the name's is is really common. No, no, no. In, in the country where we're from, it's interesting you should say it, actually. I don't know if you know this, Helen, but Helen um, is actually an old English word for twat. Uh, that's well, it is now. <laughs> So anyway, back to your book. Yes, thing is, is book. book. Yeah. So um, the wrong knickers. It's about. It's not about your sort of motherhood era. It's about your twenties, no, no. isn't it? Yeah. It's it's. I has. It's called the wrong knickers. The subtitle is a decade of chaos. So the wrong knickers comes from you. You woke up in someone's house. Yeah. Um, so um, I met this man, <laughs> and I basically um, I married him in my head before we'd even like gone on a date. And we did go on a date, and he, um, he, I stayed the night, and in the morning he was throwing back some clothes, and he's like, these are pretty knickers, and they like landed in my hand, and I'm like, they are pretty knickers, but they're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, I literally, like, people used to go in a, like, romantic situation or a relationship quandary, they used to think, what would Brian do? Let's do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, but the thing I'm saying about that is that I was in a completely different stage in my life, so it really didn't bother me. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I do feel a lot of shame about some of the things I did in my 20s, but I haven't written those in the book. <laughs> <laughs> People keep reminding me of things that I did when I was drunk. We were talking about this earlier, Helen, yeah. and like, she was like, how easy was it to write the book? And I was like, um, actually, it was pretty easy because I didn't have to go to like the British Library and research it or anything. <laughs> I just had to like, you know, and I didn't have to plot it. And, you know, I feel like a bit of a fraud. And I, yeah. But all I had to do was call people up and go, can you remind me of things I did when I was drunk that I might not remember that were really stupid? And they were like, yeah, sure. How long have you got? What's the What's the response been like to the book? Because there's real people talked about in the book as well. Have, yeah. you, have they been all right with it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, my sister got to the chapter where I said I had a threesome and then she stopped. She was like, I don't really need to read about your sex life. <laughs> and my mum was like, you had a threesome? And then my husband hasn't read it. Like, oh right! He's like, I don't, I don't need to read it. You, I don't need to read about my wife's past sex life. <laughs> um, and she's already told me everything. She doesn't have an off switch. <laughs> and oh, and there was a man I had an affair with who had sex with me with Newsnight on in the background. Oh, was that the one when you went to Manchester? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he sent me a text that just said, "You write beautifully." I was like, that's very gracious of you. It's nice of you to behave graciously now. Yes. <laughs> um, but and Chloe, who is my main female um, friend in it, who of course's real name is not Chloe, mm. she loved it. And that was really why I was oh, worried good. about it. Yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. One of, one of my favorite bits in the book was you say you went to work dressed as a disco ball and I did actually wet my pants. <laughs> At the first time I took cocaine. Um <laughs> <laughs> See, she's laughing. Ended up and ended up and ended up. It was a Sunday because obviously that's what you do on a Sunday. Yep, yeah, yeah. Sunday for cocaine what? day. Yeah. Archers on the bus. Cocaine. <laughs> Off we go. I'd gone round to this really the cool girl's house, um, and I thought I was like, she's supposed to be my friend. Oh, I'm going round for like a like a lunch party Sunday yeah. roast, and basically her and this gay guy basically snorting lines of coke off. Off um, your breasts, or no, no, that was later. <laughs> Someone else. Empty box of packs. And, yeah. and then I can really smell that Edie's behind the curtain. Been behind the curtain. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're more attuned. I, um, I, I can't. Smell it. And um, they were like, "Do you want to try some?" I'm like, "Oh, oh going to be like Zamo, you know." When you can't have <laughs> anyway, so basically, um, we ended up staying up all night taking cocaine, and then I had to go into work, and I had to borrow the cool girl's clothes, and she gave me like a sequin jumper. <laughs> that didn't quite fit so I was like you know kind of heffalum like that was exactly it over the but boobs. honestly that's exactly what you'd wear to work on a Monday morning isn't it <laughs> Monday is sequins day Tuesday bikini <laughs> Wednesday toga yeah I was sitting there going oh my god everyone knows I've been up all night taking a cane and you know no they were just they thought it was perfectly they got to think such behaviour was perfectly normal after a while <laughs> but you know at least I was wearing different clothes quite often I I I, I spent quite a lot of money on like trips to like Dorothy Birkins or Topshop or whatever shop happened to be there on the way in from a night out yeah. um, <laughs> tag out um, just so I looked you know so I looked different like, from yesterday. You know, I looked more knackered. Oh, um, yeah. oh gosh! But you've you've put all that behind you now, or have you? I don't know. Maybe you've just put it under the sofa, <laughs> out of reach. Yeah, you know, I have put that behind me. Yeah, I no, I don't get like I don't. I find I get up at five in the morning now, as opposed to go to bed at five in the morning. Mm. And actually, I always tell myself. When I'm getting up at, you know, when she, when Edie wakes me up earlier, I think it's I'd rather be woken up at five in the morning than be going to bed. So, so you were saying, you know, writing this book was quite easy. Was it a joy? Like, was it nice to actually go back to some of the? No, no. Okay, no. right. Good. No, no, it, no, it <laughs> yeah. was, no. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was, it was sort of felt almost like I was, um, I was writing about someone else. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I suppose I did like quite enjoy reading reading writing because I was on maternity leave and it was like something that just kept my brain ticking over more than anything. Yeah. Um. Um. I've decided to give you a present. Oh. Oh. oh an A to Z. This is where. Oh my god! This is so sweet. That's actually quite sweet. That is really. I found love. Clapham Common. So what you've done there is you've so you've annotated the A to Z. I, I've annotated the A to Z okay. with with post it. This is where I grew up. Oh. For Bryony, so she can reminisce. Yes, that's right. It, you got that wrong. Actually. No, it's right. <laughs> but Clapham, Clapham. Okay, this is where I found love. Awful oh. Breaking Bad flat. Now, what you don't know, Bryony, is that Helen's actually gone round London and stuck a blue plaque to the wall of all of these places. 
Oh, oh, look. A bottle oh. of wine. Sainsbury's House Shiraz. Plum oh, and perfect. dark cherry flavours. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. Oh. I do like a wine that also works as a jam. That's, <laughs> that's lovely. Oh, my gosh. This is beautiful. It's, oh. a, it's a thong. Yeah. It's a, Really, oh, it's beautiful. Do you know that, that would work really well with a tan? It's a lovely. Just yeah. to explain to listeners, it's a tangerine, sort of tangerine, peachy almost. Yes. It says coral on the label. Oh, I think that's oh, optimistic coral. on the part of the label. It's a lace coral. And, it's, and the label is Primark, and it was one pound. Yes. <laughs> Nothing but the best um, for our guests. And, and, but you know what? And uh, a fourteen to sixteen. That's very kind of you. Yeah. But do you know what I'm going to do? What's I'm on. The, I'm on this sort of like diet. Uh, at the moment yeah um, and uh, more for my mental health than my <laughs> physical health but anyway but I my aim yeah. is going to be to get into these 14 the this size 14 to 16 you are welcome Bryony Gordon I might yeah I might take it on holiday with me and okay. then will you tweet us a picture <laughs> this would be great at centre parks I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's ideal it's very no- that says centre parks <laughs> when they have the swinging night <laughs> We're actually uh, we're actually going to Mauritius. Oh, and do they have a centre park there? <laughs> they do. It's the new one. Um, we're going to Mauritius in two and a half weeks. Oh, and uh, Edie and I, <laughs> such a bitch. Edie and I are going business class, <laughs> and Harry's going economy. <laughs> I laugh very loudly. It's, it's it's a it's a press trip. Obviously, I couldn't afford to ever go business class. But there's one more thing in here. There's one more thing. Is it some cocaine? <laughs> yes, it is! It is! Oh, sorry, I spoiled your joke. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's... Um, if there are any uh, <laughs> policemen listening, it's not actually cocaine. <laughs> we don't. Have oh, a little it's written. I can't, I'm on the dump. Oh, oh, shit, sorry. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll have a little, little dab. Yeah. Anyway, so what I was saying, so when we finish the show, we talk about coming from the best ever. You're really going to love it. You're really going to laugh a lot. She's so great. She's so great. She's yeah, good. She's good. I really like you. I really like you being really she's, good. She's the best guest ever. Book's she's really good. I'm just going to read it again. <laughs> really good. Really good book. Just read it. Do you know once? I remember. Stop laughing. Once I lived in this flat in Bethnal Green, and the flatmate and I, we once took so much cocaine, we stuck. Sorry, I can't stop laughing. We played Trivial Pursuit for eight hours. <laughs> Sugar. Yeah, it's it's actually dip dab, um, but you know that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Oh, sherbet. Yeah, sherbet. Oh, love. I invented a game once called Personal Pursuit, where we got so bored of Trivial Pursuit, we started asking each other questions about each other's personal life. So you'd be like, Blue, when did Helen lose her virginity? <laughs> Fun. Oh. oh, that's that's that's. I'm impressed, Thorn. I'm impressed oh. with your gift work. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's really lovely. I'm 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 touched. Okay. So your book, your book, the wrong knickers, is is out now. Uh, is there going to be? Is there going to be a sequel? Um, there's not going to be a sequel. No, they said to me, we don't want the wrong nappies. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I am, I am writing a book, but it's a novel, and it oh. is about mothers. Oh wow! Yeah, but it's about, and it's sort of about mothers. Not you know, becoming a mother doesn't make you it, it saint. No, basically. Spoiler alert. <laughs> or even a nice person. <laughs> a nice person. Yeah. Yes. Is there yeah, yeah. is there gonna be a film oh, of the wrong knickers? Um well hopefully, yeah, we saw we op- the rights were optioned the other day oh. by by a film company, <coughs> which is exciting. 
Um, but I can't, probably can't say anything more than that at the moment. Who would you like to play you in the film, uh, literally of your life? I that is actually that's so exciting. You're going to have a film made of your life. That's it's amazing. So exciting. I was thinking sort of like Jennifer Lawrence, maybe. Yeah. 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 Rosamund <laughs> Pike. Yeah, I'm just a bit uh, older. She's on a. Uh, no, actually, they're, Billy they're, Piper. They're, Billy Piper, that would be amazing. You, you have, you know, beautiful eyes, and so does she. And, <laughs> and that is how they call. You have hands. That is how they yeah. call people. Harvey She's Weinstein a... says, "Yeah, you've got, you've got eyes." <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's how Oscars are won. Yeah, I believe that's what so. Eddie Redmayne. Obviously, you. Who were you thinking? Oh, Penelope Keith. Yeah, that's the dream for yes. me. Yeah, my hero. I quite like Sarandon for my. Uh, oh, oh yes, for middle la- age. Oh, yes, you are a bit. You've got a bit of a touch of Sarandon. I've been told that. I've yeah. been told that. Uh, but then I've also been told. My husband once told me I look like a white Bill Cosby. A quite stone person once said to me, "You look like Christian Slater." <laughs> oh. My mum, uh, my mum said to me just the other day, "You're looking a bit Llewellyn Bowen." I said, "As in Lawrence?" She said, "Yes, it's your hair. You look a bit drunk musketeer." <laughs> I said, oh, thanks, Mum. Booked a haircut. My so sister, my sister, you know those apps that tell you, you take a picture right. of you, you take a picture of yourself, let's right. tell you what celebrity you look like. <laughs> my sister got... Right. Sorry, Mickey Rock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, in the wrestler. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, young Mickey Rock. <laughs> Even yeah. that is a stretch. Oh, oh, oh dear. dear. Okay, so what are we doing now, Helen? What's next? Oh, we've got... What we've got is is a feature on the wrong knickers. Oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah, so look, here's a bag. Ooh. I've got a wrong knickers. Now, now, ladies, you may even get thrushed just from looking at these. <laughs> get your canister out. Um, now, I, I thought you can do a lucky dip. Take it in turns. Oh, okay. And see, see. Should I go first? I, I, had, a, I had a joy in Lewisham Shopping Centre. Oh, oh my God, those are look gorgeous. These. <laughs> these are like wedding knickers. <laughs> They're white and they've got a lovely Diamante sort of nugget yeah. on the front there. <laughs> and a bone. That's love. Oh, they look they- very. They look very spendy. They were. They were three pounds. And summers. <laughs> yes. Only I'm remove a- this hygiene liner once you are completely satisfied with this product. <laughs> Wow. We could try them on. Oh, oh my God, they're travel. £18, pounds reduced to £3. Pounds. <laughs> oh, what's a That's thrifty? a bargain. I'm going to put them on now, just okay, over my yeah, jeans. Just do that. that uh, be I'm nice. glad we've got the curtains open. <laughs> and it's broad daylight. Right, I'll put Bryony, these on. Take a lucky dip in the wrong knickers bag. Oh, they're quite... What size are these? Oh, my gosh. Look, look at this. Oh, my God, I love these ones. These are turquoise with pineapples. I actually them. quite like those. <laughs> I do, but... Can I just say something? Does that not look really uncomfortable? Oh, well, there's lace in the gusset. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No. The, the underwear is called No Secrets. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the theme for the podcast. If you're wearing pineapple emblazoned underpants in front of someone, you probably have no secrets from them. All right, Ellie, Helen, what? Ellie, oh, is that my turn again? There's four, so you get two each. Oh, 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 oh. Now this. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> a mask. <laughs> Right, this looks like it's made out of shoelaces and sadness. Um, so it's at the front. It's like a red panel at the front, yes. and then the back is just like like just a shoelace, string. literally like a shoelace. And then the gusset 
is split open. Yes, it's an open gutter. Where yours go? Easy entry. Presumably oh. these are for if you're going into labour, aren't yes. they? You can just the baby's yeah. head. No, they are. You can get them on the NTT website. I I'm think. sure yes. you can get them on all sorts of websites. <laughs> Mother care. Wow. wow. Oh, that's, thanks, Helen. Well, Again, no room for the safety label there, for the no. hygiene label. No, Gus fall through the hole. No, that, oh, that's gosh. it. You, good for when you've got your period and you can just pop the tampon. <laughs> Very <laughs> handy. Put yeah. tampon just straight to Very handy. Oh, right, I can't wait to see our final pair, oh, Brian. There we go. There you go, oh. Brian. Oh, gosh. One more dip. Right. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. And the lace with a little bit of animal print. I've never seen animal print lace before, Helen. That's so unusual. Isn't it? Isn't so it? So exotic it's quite, and it's elegant. Quite, yeah, and quite a delicate lace, I've seen, too. There is no, there's no cotton in this. No, no. <laughs> it's totally flammable. Yes. One fart and it will disappear. That's what I look for in my underwear. I cannot bear if anything in it is biodegradable. It must all be man-made and right. going to stay on the it's planet for eternity. Something you can pass down through the generations. <laughs> Granny's knickers. Oh, it's like Christmas, Brian. <laughs> Christmas like, Day. The effort and oh time we have put I into. I haven't actually brought out any new makeup, so I'm gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough knicker chat, I Helen? Think, I think so. I think we've cracked that nut, literally. We have. Oh, well, then we've almost come to the end of the episode. So it's time, of course, for the Scummy Mummy Confessions. Yay! Hooray! Yay. Uh, Helen, do you want to kick us off today? Yes, all right. Um, yeah, so my Scummy Mummy Confession is that um, I was ru- running late to drop Hugo at nursery. He'd taken a big bit of jam on toast, so he had like a little jam smile. Oh, like, like yeah. the Joker. Like the Joker, right. Um, but I just like, oh, I've got to run and do something. I'll just dump him at nursery, thinking, they will wipe his face. Um, and then I came back three hours later and they said, we're really sorry, but I think Hugo's had a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how it happened. He, and he said, he said nothing happened, but but he's got these, these pink marks on his face. <laughs> and I was like, that's jab. <laughs> sorry, oh. Hugo. Um, yes, so that was quite quite gross. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yes, lovely. Well, we've got a listener confession, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Should I read this one out? Yes, from the lovely Sarah Waygood. Hello, Sarah Waygood. Hello, Sarah Waygood. Uh, now, Sarah says, uh, I was off work on Thursday and had a work due that night, so I booked a lovely lady called Sam to come round and do my nails. Uh, I was getting ready you to drop... You them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, I was getting ready to drop the kids off at nursery when Emma, age three, announced she needed the loo and ran upstairs. A few moments later, I had the dreaded news Mummy I done a poo and there's a little bit in my knickers uh, Jake age one was busy throwing soggy cereal around and I told her to leave the knickers on the bathroom floor for now and come downstairs I cleaned her up put on clean knickers and off we went to nursery Sam came round did my nails and used the loo where bef- before she went you can see where this is going yes. uh, it wasn't until I used the bathroom myself that I remembered the poo incident and there directly in the way of the loo were Emma's little knickers and a hefty portion of toddler poo oh no oh, she oh dear <laughs> poor Sam she said nothing but I'm not sure she will want to come to my house again <laughs> You don't need Sam, Sarah. You don't need no, Sam. No, oh. no one's looking at your nails, love. No, <laughs> that's what people always say to me. Oh. Uh, so my scummy mummy confession Gosh. is that uh, Charlie, yeah, who's three and a half now, was uh, he was getting Pete was getting ready for nursery and he was being a, being a bit of a pain, right? And Charlie's uh, Pete said, "Oh, for God's sake, Charlie, just just get your ass over here." And uh, I went, "Stop swearing! Don't swear!" And Charlie went. Well, Daddy, the problem is yeah. my ass isn't yeah. listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Yeah. 
found that only has my son learned the word oh see now thinks of it as like a separate like being that has a personality so that's nice um, Bryony do you have a confession for us when Edie was very very little and I was trying to get out of the house and I had to change her nappy and I didn't have an, I'd run out you know when you get to the end of the baby wipes and you're like fuck what am I yeah. going to do and I was in a sort of situation where I didn't it, it was all over my hand like it was a bit on my hands and if I, I was, it was going to go everywhere so I licked it off my thumb cocker <gasps> <laughs> in the mouth and um, and <laughs> And in, and it was it was really good. Someone who has chronic obsessive disorder. <laughs> it was really good exposure therapy for me. Mm. Um, but also, it was like she was like six, five weeks old. It, it was like you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's mm. like but it was that. that or it was all over my fresh. I I, 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 I can't remember why it was. But I couldn't get. Oh, no, no, it was like on my. You know. But like, did you doubt. consciously think I'm going to do this? Or was it just an? I did consciously reason? think. I think because I thought, oh, Harry, my husband will be really proud of me <laughs> that I haven't got because I get that's really, what every man looks no, for in life I'm really bad obsessed with compulsive disorder and like he was really worried that it would get worse when I had a baby but actually you know it was like it I was like screw germs <laughs> well done you and thank you for sharing yeah yeah that's, that's a it. true confession that I is. like it that is absolutely I, like I had to think hard about something I hadn't already kind of <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a wonderful confession to end on. I think that's about it, Helen. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we've covered so many topics today. Oh, so really, much. Oh, and so Ellie's much. sitting in a pair of lacy yeah. white knickers at the end of it. It's the Diamante that really sets oh, it off, isn't it? I yeah, know, all the they natural fight. I wish, I wish I'd had those on my wedding night. Yes. <laughs> it might have spikes. been annulled if I had these on my wedding night, to be quite honest. Um, so yeah so thank you very much for listening if you've enjoyed the podcast please tell your friends give us an iTunes review and uh, if you've got a confession to share it's scummymummiespodcast.gmail.com that's right and we're on at scummymummies on the Twitter and we're on Facebook as well yes thank you for listening and Bryony your YouTube channel is uh, it's One Fat Mother so you go to youtube.com forward slash channels and search for One Fat Mother and we have a little bit of uh, exciting live show news don't we <gasps> Helen yeah we're back on the stage we will be performing on election night which is Ellie the this th- Thursday the 7th of May that's, that's right. right at the Ivy House in Nunhead uh, it's an election yeah. comedy night my dad's running it hilariously so wow. if you've listened to the uh, yeah. the Vicar and the Comedian episode no. with our dads on you can you can hear that man doing stand up comedy imagine imagine oh live that's, that's right yeah so if you want tickets we'll put something on the website but um, if you go to We Got Tickets and search for Election Comedy Night mm. Ivy House there probably aren't that many of them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways I, I suspect that the whole night is going to be one long comedy of errors yeah. possibly the next five years will be let's yes. see let's I'm see. really excited well thank you Bryony for being a fantastic guest well thank you for having me I've had such a lovely time oh good a, a really fun time thank you Edie for being a lovely uh, providing the ambiance today yeah she's falling asleep yeah (laughs) until next time bye-bye i i um i was thinking about you and i you know in the lead up to this and i thought you know you've got a book you've got a column um you're married you've got a kid but you don't have a theme song oh Oh, no oh no (laughs) I don't. Oh. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. No. Can I, do, can I do it? Do I have a choice? No, no. Does Bryony have a choice? No, she doesn't. I've written oh, a song. Of course you have. Oh, okay. Edie, look. 
Bryony Gordon has her own Telegraph column and also has written <laughs> our fabulous book. Bryony Gordon has her own YouTube channel about being our fat mother. <laughs> oh my god, that doesn't even scan. What's the, what's, she's 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 in a rugby. She's gone. I just called you Brian. That's almost worse. And what she's done, Brian? I couldn't quite. I couldn't quite yeah. get the tune, and now I feel stupid. That it's obvious now. It's, it's Eleanor Rigby. Rigby. Yeah. So she's gone. Eleanor Rigby. That's got five syllables. Yeah. Bryony Gordon. That's got <laughs> five syllables. Therefore, that's a good but idea is, musically. I, is there another verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Ready? Come on, the All finale. Right, right. No, I, this is this is quite beautiful. Is it? <laughs> is it? Let's find out. So. so all her thoughts and feelings are found in her column. <laughs> All her thoughts and feelings are found in her column. With apologies to Messrs Lennon and McCartney, ladies and gentlemen, Helen Thorne, ludicrous. Oh, look, people across the world are going to be singing Brian Eagle. No, they're not. So. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.